You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. I'm sure so many of you would love to know how to profit like a boss. So my guest today, Heidi Cortez, and I will be discussing how to increase your influence, income, and build a reputable brand. Heidi has been seen on USA Today, NBC, Fox, SiriusXM, E! Entertainment, ABC, and other major media outlets. Heidi is also known as Branding Queen. And as a lifelong entrepreneur, which includes identifying gaps, opportunities, and projects with a plan, Heidi has made sure to reach timelines and milestones throughout her 20-plus year career. She understood at adolescent's age the importance of business and self-branding. She sold door-to-door as a child and was working full-time at 13. By the age of 22, she was a sole business owner of the Northern Nevada largest tanning salons. She led a team of employees and passionately worked 12-hour days building success of the salon while branding herself in the entertainment business. Cortez grew up underprivileged in a small town. She fought hard to work and made herself a public figure over and over and over again in many different niches without the money, a manager, agent, or fancy connections. Cortez's self-taught writer who quickly gained interest with giant brands like Sirius Radio and Simon & Schuster. Cortez was hired by Sirius Radio in 2005, then soon published her first book with Simon & Schuster in 2006. Her book immediately hit the Barnes & Noble's bestsellers list with a booming popularity. The book was published again by Simon & Schuster the next year in paperback. So... Heidi's self-branding also included acting and modeling, which took off internationally in television and print. In 2008, Cortez was cast on the hit American reality television show Sunset 10 on E! Network. 
She spent two seasons on the highly rated television show, which skyrocketed her tanning salon business and entrepreneurship success. So today, my guest and I will be discussing so many great and important topics. We'll be talking about how to get press at no cost, how to stand out and get attention of journalists or reporters, how to go from no recognition to public figure status, how to maximize your income, 10x your income, how to look more powerful to your audience, how to make people open their DMs, how to stand out from your competitors, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Haiti. So glad to have you on my podcast. How are you today? Doing good. Thanks for having me. So nice to connect with you here on Zoom. Yeah, so glad to connect with you as well. We've been connected on social media for a while and finally we connected in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we would love to know more about you and yourself and career and your achievements. So you're the branding queen. So we would love to know how you started your career and how do you get to this point and how did you become a branding queen? <laughs> Thank you so much. So... You know, I've I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, and I grew up very underprivileged, um, a mom, single mom, and a brother and sister, and we couldn't afford anything, not much other than like a couple shirts or, you know, very, very, very basic needs. So if I wanted more, if I wanted to go to the movies with my friends, or if I wanted candy or something like that, I had to work for it. And um really, I, I did whatever I could to make extra money and just kind of be a hustler at a young age. And um, I started working when I was about nine, I was doing a lemonade stand, of course. And then after that, I started driving at 12. I started working for an elderly lady. I was driving her places to the grocery store to pick up her medication. She was letting me drive her car at 12. It's it's wild. But um, yeah, I was doing that. And then at 13, I lied about my age and got a job at Ross. Do you know Ross? Ross Dress for Less, the clothing store. Yeah, I got a job there when I was 13. I said I was 18. I said I was my sister. Um, I used her birth certificate and got a job as her because I wanted to work so badly. I wanted to be able to provide for myself and, you know, just do fun things with uh, my friends. So that's how it started. And I never stopped working the entire time. I really enjoyed it. Um, And then when I was 17, I lied about my age again so I could start my own business. I worked in like the health and wellness for this big company and um, I was doing independent distributing for this product. So I was trying to think of how can I, you know, get more exposure. I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have money to pay for marketing or, you know, things like that. So it was always on my mind to learn new marketing techniques myself. Like how could I, you know, do something different that was going to be free at this time, social media did not exist really. There was a, there was a couple different websites, but a lot of people didn't have the internet. Um, AOL dial up was in existence. And um, when MySpace came around, I utilized the MySpace tool and um, 
I became one of the first influencers on MySpace, and I was really using it to network and uh, get people to my business. I used to own a tanning salon as well. So I would um, network as much as I could online. I mean, anything I could think of, I was on whatever websites existed at that time, anything I could do just to bring traffic into my salon. So I started thinking outside the box, doing different marketing methods, um, mailing direct mail to people. Um, I would get on AOL chat and I would start messaging people, trying to get them into my salon, whatever. And um, then just over time of all the tips and tricks that I was learning. I was building a brand for myself. I actually sent um, a handwritten letter to Sirius Radio. Um, actually, it wasn't even Sirius Radio. It was um, a big radio station in New York City. So I could get on their radio show because I needed the exposure. So that's how it started. And then once I had all this experience of the marketing and the branding for myself, I started to help others. And I became a talent manager. So I was managing other talent uh, models, artists, um, athletes. And once I started doing that, then it turned into more of helping other businesses, entrepreneurs. And that's how I got to where I am. Basically, I guess to sum it up in a few minutes. <laughs> Such an incredible story. You're such a hustler. <laughs> like, Thank you. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I mean, you you have to be. It's like uh, it, you can't just expect something to be done for you. Um, no one's going to care about your own projects as much as you will. And even if you hire somebody, they don't care. They don't, don't have the passion that yeah. you are going to have yourself and your own your own business. So um, I love what I do. I love to help other people and share my experience of how I got to where I am now. And um, I'm very fortunate that it doesn't feel like a job. It's it's like a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. It doesn't. And also you help many people right now as well. You have a coaching business and you also help brands as well to get more exposure or what is your main focus right now? Yeah, so I do do one-on-one -on -one coaching with entrepreneurs, businesses of all size, celebrities, um, all sorts of different talent and brands and businesses. And really what my one-on-one -on -one coaching business is all about is to bring awareness to that person and that brand. So a lot of people can have a brand, but if your brand's not getting any kind of exposure or your brand isn't reaching the right people, then it's, it's a mess. So what I coach and mentor my clients to do is to help build them, help build the back end of their brand. So we'll help with social media development. Um, brand development, um, websites, make sure like they have something existing on Google and what is existing on Google. Do we need to remove things from Google? It's really about building that, you know, whole entire, like I said, back end, because you can go out and get PR for yourself, but if you don't have a proper brand in place, the PR is not going to work. If you have a brand, but you don't have a great social media and you don't have PR, then that's not going to work. So everything needs to come together from, you know, the, the websites, the PR um, podcasts like this. We help clients do all of that development. That's amazing. And also from your advice, how would you say someone can get press for free? 
So there's a bunch of different ways to get press for free, but I have to be honest, 99% of the press that I have, it's all because I did it myself. I didn't do it with an agent. I didn't have a manager. I didn't have um, anybody helping me at, at the beginning of my career, which is over 20 years ago. Now, um, I had to learn everything myself. So I had to go out and track down journalists. I had to track down people that were making these publications. And that's one of the biggest tips and advice I can give somebody is if they want a particular publication, if they want it for free, then go out and chase it and contact people that work at that publication or, you know, they're journalists, do whatever you can. And, and at the end of the day, it could be a numbers game, you know, um, just because you reach out to your favorite magazine or your favorite publication and they say, no, it doesn't mean the next publication is going to say no. So I encourage people to just keep trying. And, um, I've surely had a million no's before I had yeses. So that's, that's my advice. And as you know, this kind of people that are in magazines and journalists, they get tons and tons of messages every day. But what do you have to include in subject line or how do you catch their attention out of thousands of letters they get every day? Because, I mean, they just, I guess, ignore the letters. I mean, they get so much because everyone who knows how to reach out to them and sees their information, they will reach out. So you have to stand out somehow. Of course, you have to tell your story and email and why you think you would be great fit for such a publication but what do you put in subject line to get their attention well the subject line is going to be different for everybody so it depends on what kind of business you are there's no magic subject line that's going to work however i do find it to work better when you have something that the journalist really wants to write about so instead of just contacting a journalist and saying hey, I'm so great in X, Y, and Z, and I have all this excellent experience. You should do a story on me. That's the kind of stuff that they get all the time that just goes straight to the trash. It's easier if you pitch them an actual real story, like a real idea, because the journalists need content as well. So we need the publications, the journalists need the content. So I do find it easier when you are approaching these journalists to actually have something structured in mind and it's on the topic that they already write about. So a lot of people make a mistake where they might find a journalist that works, I don't know, at Forbes or something, but it's not, they don't write about what that person's pitching. So it's important to look into what this journalist actually writes about and pitch them something that is in the same niche. Yeah, I agree. Some of them are pitching, I mean, are describing fashion and or interior design they won't talk about entrepreneurship so exactly and how to go i know you described that as your previous previous experience how to go from not having any media or recognition to someone famous and recognized and have lots of online presence so you know, I think it's number one is somebody has to have passion. You have to really have a passion for what you're going to do. If you just want to be famous, it's not going to work out. I have a lot of people that will send me messages, DMs, and they'll tell me like, hey, you should help me be famous. I want to be famous. And then I'm like, well, what's your talent? What do you do? And so somebody could have a talent as a singer. They can be a model. They can be 
you know, a basketball player. But what I always recommend to people is to be more than just that. So yes, have a passion for playing basketball or yes, have a passion to sing, but what else can you do? Because the world is so competitive. And if you're going to stand out, then do multiple things. Um, I used to manage an artist many years ago and it's like, okay, well, she was a great artist, but she was also a great model. And so when you have those double threats or triple threats, that's going to be easier for the doors to open for somebody. It's going to catch the attention of maybe a manager or, you know, an agent. Um, unfortunately, just being a talented singer almost just isn't good enough. You have to have that brand that's being built and it takes time. It's not an overnight thing. And if somebody wants help, then, you know, I suggest that they find a mentor or reach out to my brand. And, you know, that's the way to do it. You have to find someone that's already been there and you want to achieve what they're achieving. Don't take advice from, you know, your, your best friend or your uncle, if they're not in the same industry with you, you only want to take advice from somebody that you would want to trade places with somebody that's already done exactly what you want to do. I love how you said that someone that you would like to trade places with, that's the best advice because sometimes people are not on the same level and they giving you advice based on their experiences, but their experiences are not even close to what you want and where you're going for. So Yeah, exactly. You know, and I and I always do take advice from my mom or my best friend on certain things, you know, um, or I'll complain to them or ask their opinion. But as far as like a lot of the business things go, I will ask mentors that I might want to trade places with at some point, whether it's for a day or their career, what have they've done. And um, those are the people that I that I have been able to connect with over my career that have really helped me with business. And based on your experience, how did you maximize your income? Like, how did you grow your income 10 times more? So um, I've done a bunch of different businesses and I have a lot of experience doing so many different things. It, like I said earlier, it wasn't an overnight thing. I mean, it took me a long time to build a very solid brand and to be recognized. Um, and I'm sure, you know, as a woman, sometimes it's hard that people might overlook us. They might be like, oh, well, she was a model or um, you know, maybe she doesn't understand this project. And that did happen to me when I was younger. A lot of people didn't take me serious. And I kept thinking, well, when I turned 28, people are going to take me serious. No, that didn't always happen. So I actually had to go through a lot of trial and error. Um, you know, I owned multiple businesses in my 20s. Um, I also worked for Sirius Radio in my 20s. And I wrote a best-selling book with Simon and Schuster. And so I was doing all these things and eventually people would take notice and people would listen to me and they would hear me. Um, but I didn't have any help doing that stuff. If I would have had a mentor in my late teens or my early twenties, it would have saved me so much time and headache and heartache um, and lots of money. So, you know, it wasn't a perfect journey when people say they were, you know, an overnight success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop. 
and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We all know it's not an overnight success that they worked really hard. So that's how my career specifically happened. Um, I know it's different for every single entrepreneur and how they make more money. It's, um, you know, everything's, everyone's different, but I have digital products. I do coaching. I have online courses. Um, I own an online clothing boutique. So I do all these different things because I'm not going to reject money or income. So if there's something that I have a passion for and I love, I'm like, Hey, let's make a business out of this and see if we can help other people. So, um, you know, that's, that's what works for me. And I, I love to do it. I'm very fortunate that, like I said, these things are all passions and it's so fun for me. I love that. That's amazing. Thank you. How to look more powerful to your social media audience your followers? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think the way to build power and credibility is to have authority and be able to have exposure. So if I didn't have the, you know, quote unquote credibility or the exposure, the publications that I have, then maybe I wouldn't be in the same position. So if you want someone to take you seriously, build a powerful social media, I do believe that publications will help a lot. Same with networking, doing podcasts and meeting other people. Sometimes we get scared to knock on the door or to send people messages or DMs on Instagram, but it's exactly how you and I met and people need to not be scared. They need to realize that, Hey, just go for the chance. Like the worst someone's going to say is no, or just not respond. Um, so I do believe in networking publications and, um, just getting your name out as much as possible. Good Google searches, strong website, all of those things need to come together. If somebody has an amazing Instagram 
And then I Google them and their, their Google is completely dead or, um, you know, a mess. Um, then I'm not going to take them seriously. Like a lot of people have great Instagram accounts, but then you Google them, there's nothing there. So it, that's the way, if you want to stand out, really, you have to build the entire package. It all goes together. Yeah. Online presence is very important. And also like the more you do and the more, I mean, time goes by, more brands you work with, the more you're in this industry, you do get more press and press recognition, but some people don't realize how important it is to have that. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree because um, it's going to help set you aside from your competition. You know, you want to be the no brainer option for businesses. They want you, you want these customers or potential customers to choose you. And why are they going to choose you? What makes you better than everybody else? You have to have great customer service. You have to have a great product or service that somebody really wants. And um, you have to have exposure because unfortunately, some, uh, unfortunately, many times, um, Brands don't get the exposure that they may deserve, and then they end up going out of business. Yeah, I completely agree with you on this one. And how to actually make people to open their DMs? Like <laughs> you mentioned, you DM someone and you try to connect, and it just goes to spam, and they never open it. So how do you actually make them to open it? Well, I know it's hard. I wish I could make everybody open DMs, but I will say that Obviously, being verified helps a lot because you have a blue check mark by your name. So that helps get the DMs opened a lot. Um, and I know now in several countries now you can buy a blue check mark, which still also helps. You know, um, obviously there's a lot more verified accounts out there than there were before, but there it, it still stands out. So having a blue check mark, yes, definitely going to help. Um, I also, if I send a DM and it's really important, then I might also leave them a comment saying, oh, hey, I love this. Um, you, you know, I, I don't always say, hey, check your DMs because a lot of spam people say that. And when you when you hear somebody say, oh, hey, check your DMs in the comments, I instantly think someone's trying to sell me something. So I just ignore it anyways. Um, but I, I might like their stuff and leave them a genuine comment like, oh, hey, you know, beautiful family or love your new business. And just by doing that, they're going to go to my page and check out who I am. And if there is any kind of connection, maybe they hit that message button and they already see I messaged them first. But there's really no secret way to get the DMs open other than to build authority for yourself. Um, a lot of times things do go in the request folder, but people still see it. Um, you know, they're just choosing to ignore it because maybe the brand present is the print, excuse me, the brand presence isn't strong enough. So build a strong brand and a strong presence online. And I guarantee you'll get more DMs opened. Yeah, that's a great advice. Yeah, because everyone sees the DMs and um, but not everyone chooses to answer because they don't think it's important enough. And like you mentioned, if your social media profile is lacking some actual branding and recognition, then yeah, it decreases the chances. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I message people all day long. I mean, I, I really do. I'm very active on my social media and I will respond to people all day long. But, um, if like I get a DM from somebody that has three pictures and their profile default photo is a picture of a car and they're like, 
Hey girl, make me famous. I, you know, I like delete, delete, because it's, it's a waste of my time and it's going to be a waste of their time for me even to respond to them because it's never going to work in a million years. Like build the strongest presence online that you can, because social media is not going anywhere. Online's not going anywhere. It's here forever. So we got to try to maximize it and make the, make it the best we can. Yeah, even when I do my Instagram coaching with others too, I always tell them, they were like, well, how do you grow your Instagram? I was like, well, reply to your comments. People commenting on your posts, try to interact with them and mm -hmm. go and comment on theirs because they will see it, their followers will see it. They will check your profile and both sides will check your profile. So you will get more people seeing your profile. And that's how you gain followers too. It's true. Absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah. You have to be active on social media. You have to genuinely like other people's content, yeah. genuinely leave comments, respond to your own comments. I mean, how cool does someone think they are to just never reply to any of their comments or, you know, it, it's just not a good business practice. So I agree with you and what your tips that you're teaching others to do, because that is um, really a great way to grow. I agree. And I, I'm like not sure about brands who work with some influencers, content creators who have huge following and they don't have many comments on their posts at all. And they don't yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they, they don't think they're getting exposure they, they're thinking they are getting. I don't think so. No. But yeah, their their traffic will be really, really low. And yeah. um you know, if, if they don't care, then they don't care. But some people like myself or yourself, like we take it very, very seriously. And, um, I will watch other people's Insta stories. I will interact with them. I mean, I, I'm really deep into this, you know, I've been an influencer for 20 years. So like, I, I'm not about to stop now. I mean, I just love it. How do you manage your time that you have time for everything? Because it's very time consuming. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It really is so time consuming. Um, you know, since this really genuinely is my hobby, um, this is what I just like to spend my free time on and my, it, it, it's my work days, everything. It's all, it's all big, one big long day to me. And I love it. I choose not to, you know, go out very often. Um, I skip things all the time. I don't travel very much. So I genuinely put in like 70 work hours a week. And to me, I like it. If I'm not working full time, hand in my phone or doing podcast or um, my meetings with my clients, then I'm bored. I, I, I don't even have cable. I don't even have a television because I don't, I don't watch it. I don't care. All I want to do is work because that's fun to me. I know it sounds crazy, but <laughs> that's what I like. I feel you. I mean, it's fun for me too. I always do that too. I spend a lot of time on my phone, but sometimes, you know, when you get burnt out, then you start really feeling tired and burnt out from this. So I, I start kind of taking social media detoxes like days when I try to be less on my phone, but those days feel crazy because like, I still want to get on my phone, but I was like, okay, I will give myself just a little bit of time to just relax <laughs> because if I don't have any energy, I can, I can do more. So sometimes I have to like recharge to 
I mean, that that definitely makes sense. I agree with what you're saying. You Sometimes we do need a little bit of a recharge or a reset. Um, you know, I don't know if you have this problem, but I have this problem where I can be on my phone and I'm I'm working and other thing other people think, oh, she's just on her phone. What is she doing? Checking her Instagram. But I'm like, no, actually, I'm responding to emails or, you know, things can't wait. Oh, I have a client overseas that's waiting for me. So um, yeah, people don't know that I'm actually genuinely working. Does that happen to you sometimes? They think that you're being rude, but you have to respond to an email. They think yeah, you're liking think photos on Instagram. Yeah, it's like when you go with a friend to lunch and lunch is like busiest time because it's like when everybody posts and everybody starts to responding and it's a crazy time and like, here's my phone, but I still want to have lunch. And it's like, I, I can be fully present sometimes. I mean, I, I get better at this, but like, yeah, at first, when I was just starting to my family members and stuff, they thought I'm just like always on my phone playing. I was like, I'm not playing. I'm actually working. Do you not know it by now? <laughs> They're like, get off your phone. I was like, no, I can't get off my phone. What do you mean? That's my job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of people, they um, might not still understand that. Yeah, we're not playing a game or I'm not just liking photos. I'm not doing nothing. But um, yeah, it's it's still fun to me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that I was able to choose my own career path. So I made up my mind. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, work hard. I'm going to get exposure. I'm going to make people listen to me. I'm, I'm not going to take no for an answer. And um, yeah, it took a long time, but I'm fortunate that I'm able to be here now <laughs> and talking to you too. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm glad for all your success. How to actually stand out from your competitors? So standing out from your competitors is the one thing you should do. You should be, you should have a great service or product. So whatever your quote unquote competition is doing or people that are similar to you, try to be better by taking what is already like a popular service. So like, let's say, um, for example, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. If there's something that's already working for your competitors, don't try to come up with some great, huge, brand new idea. Like stick to the plan a little bit and um, just make it your own. So provide a similar service, but just make it a little bit better and be personable with people. If you actually are genuine and personable, you'll make more money. Uh, you'll stand out just by being real. Um, sometimes people may not know me and then they get to talk to me and they're like, oh, wow, you're so down to earth or you're, you know, level headed or I'm like, of course, what'd you think I was going to be? But I actually, I make more money and I stand out from my competition by having that, I guess, personality or, um, I don't know how else to say it, but yeah, it definitely helps me make more money and stand out just being genuine and being myself. Yeah, being authentic, that always helps. And it's always kind of like share with your audience, with your followers, with your customers a little bit more, like kind of you giving them a little bit more personal touch. Then it's like you definitely stand out right away from your competition. 
Yeah. And they're going to tell their friends. They're going to post about you on social media. Nothing makes me happier than when my clients shout me out and say, hey, Heidi Cortez has been helping me. Hey, Heidi Cortez is awesome. Like I'm learning so much from her. That just makes my day. And that's what I strive for. And I know that I'm already different from my quote unquote competition because my clients and I, we we're almost, you know, like friends or we become friends. I have a lot of clients that become my real friends and I just love them so much because I enjoy what I do and I love to see their success as well. Um, it's no fun if my clients aren't succeeding. So it's very important to me to see that. What is number one skill you wish you knew about so you can do it better? Uh, that's a great question. The number one skill I wish I knew about so I could do better. Well, like I said earlier, I really wish that I would have known someone that could help me when I was younger, like a mentor. That's something that would have changed my life because I didn't meet anybody that could actually give me some solid advice with like someone that had an interest in what I was doing as well until maybe my late twenties. It, it, it was a while. And I, I did a lot on my own for a really long time. So I wish that that was different. Um, I also wish that I knew how to do video editing <laughs> because I think that would save me a lot of time and money having to, uh, not having to hire other people, but yeah, that's what I would say. I wish, I wish I knew the video editing skill. That would be awesome, but I don't. <laughs> I had to learn it because I have podcasts and, and other content so I, I always do that so I have to have it but I still have my team doing other editing too so yeah, yeah I can do some you know basic stuff and you know get get by but to do some of the stuff um you know these people they're they're geniuses this is what yeah. they master at and although I'd like to think I'm great at many things I can't be great at every everything so I would leave the major video editing definitely to professionals because it's not my strong point but I do wish that I could <laughs> and also like you mentioned coaching yeah of course coaching saves you so much time if you want to become successful faster it's like a shortcut so you always have to have a coach if you want to succeed because you it might prevent you from going through all the pain. It might oh, yeah. actually help you to avoid going and making so many mistakes that you might not know, but coach will guide you through and help you. I totally agree with you. I mean, I still use coaches and I still have mentors and a lot of people that are, uh, you know, great and, and been in my life for a long time. Um, I will never stop having mentors and coaches because there's so many different mentors and coaches that specialize in different things. I mean, every time I have thought that I've heard a, you know, a coach in X, Y, and Z, like, I think I've heard it all, but it turns out there's really a coach for everything you can possibly ever think of. Um, so yeah, I like to utilize coaches and mentors for sure. And where can our listeners find you, your social handles, all your information? So all of my social media handles are at Heidi Cortez. And uh, my website is HeidiCortez.com. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Heidi. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure to finally get to talk to you here on your podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. 
to support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.